You're listening to Seattle Real Estate Podcast. Should gyms and restaurants be closed? That's what's going on in the state of Washington because too many cases of the Rona coming out of both of those businesses. Is it true? Does it make sense? Let's jump on into today's podcast and let's find out. If you're new here, welcome to the Seattle Real Estate Podcast. I'm your host, Sean Reynolds. I own Summit Properties Northwest Real Estate Brokerage and Reynolds and Klein Appraisal Residential Real Estate Company here in Bellevue, Washington. We talk about real estate, talk about business, talk about stuff going on that impacts those things. Let's jump on in. Governor Inslee, governor of Washington, says data shows restaurants are risky environments. Risky business going on. Many restaurant owners are frustrated and others are furious about the new COVID-19 restrictions announced Sunday, a couple of days ago, by Governor Jay Inslee. They say the measures could mean more layoffs and closures. I think I, I don't think there's any could. I think they will mean more layoffs and closures. Because if you haven't followed the whole restaurant thing, I mean, everybody's been doing the takeout thing, but I really like going into a restaurant. I really like going into a gym as well, but we'll get to that in a second. But the whole restaurant thing, I like going inside a restaurant, but it's too risky. Meanwhile, Inslee and Public, and so they've been shut down. No um, dine-in. I was hoping we'd get away with maybe 25% capacity dine-in. We've got no dine-in. We've just got takeout. Not the same eating at home because we're there all the time. Anyway, meanwhile, Inslee and Public Health experts say the data shows that the restaurant and food service industry has been linked to a notable number of outbreaks, to which I would say, People need to eat. They're going to have some exposure. That's, I mean, what are we doing here? We're just kind of closing businesses down willy-nilly because it's based on the data and the science, but it's really not. It's just we're kind of doing what we think seems reasonable and calling it based on the data and the science. That's what we're doing. During a brief uh, briefing Tuesday, Governor Inslee said restaurants are risky environments. Tuesday was the last day of indoor restaurant seating in Washington State for the next four weeks. What do you want to bet? I think it's December 14th is when the restaurants, uh, you know, when this uh, uh, order takes, it expires. So December 15th, so mid-December. Are we going to have enough of our downturn in cases Mind you, we're at the kind of the beginning of this ramp up period. Is our caseload going to go down enough for the governor who's already pulling the trigger pretty early on a shutdown? Is our caseload going to drop enough where we can comfortably open restaurants and gyms back up and a bunch of other stuff? No, the answer is absolutely not. I don't think there's any way you see a massive drop in our caseload. Um to the point where we reopen back before sometime mid-quarter one, 2021. That's my projection is maybe by the end of this, uh, end of uh, January 2021, maybe we get some relief on this, but I would expect at least a couple of months of this kind of closure. It's exhausting, said owner Tim Timmons. He and other owners say the last round of COVID-19 restrictions will hurt a lot. And mind you, this is without any PPP money out there for these businesses to survive off of. The state is basically saying, you guys need to shut down. We don't have any real provisions in place for you guys for money 
to have have you pay your employees while you're shut down. This is a government mandated shutdown with no provisions to keep these businesses going. These people have to live somehow. And they've already burned through most of their savings and most of their game plan in the first coronavirus shutdown. They might have got some PPP money, but that money is long gone, long gone. And so many of them are working off of margins that are thin already before the coronavirus. And now with reduced capacity, even thinner. And a lot of this stuff, the takeout stuff for restaurants, doesn't make money for businesses. It's kind of a loss leader just to keep people uh, employed. But um, yeah, not a good scenario. And this is happening in a lot of states. Is it happening in your guys' state, wherever you are right now? I know for a lot of the states that we have the majority of our people tune in. There's a lot of stuff going on pretty similar to what's happening here in Washington. Right before this podcast, I was doing research and I came across uh, City, uh, state of California talking about a statewide, um, not a, a moratorium, not a shutdown, a curfew, a curfew of all things. You need to be inside at home playing with your Rubik's Cube. That's what you need to be doing. Otherwise, we're going to arrest you and we're going to throw you in the gulag. No, that's not happening. But I mean, when you have a curfew, that's, that's kind of the option. It's state mandate of you gotta be inside, you can't be on the streets. Laying people off is tragic right before the holidays. It's super sad. We're all super exhausted, said Timmons. He's the owner of a restaurant. We're beyond exhausted and angry. We're angry because we're being picked on. I agree. Keep the restaurants open at 25% capacity. Tell people to be careful what you've been doing. Let her rip. That's what I think should happen. But I am not in politics. I am a podcaster. And my opinion means nothing except to you guys tuning in. Thank you for tuning in. Much appreciated. Yeah, if you look at the state, the number of non healthcare congregate settings, COVID 19 outbreaks reported by setting, uh, reported during the most recent week, food services and restaurant are at the top of the list. And uh, with agricultural employee housing producing packing underneath that, construction right underneath that, childcare underneath that, and then other. So, do we shut down childcare? No. Do we shut down agricultural employee housing produce packing? No. But we shut down restaurants at the top of the food chain because people got to eat and we're just not going to force them to go eat at home. I guess that's what we're doing. On this list, gyms health. Not on this list at all. In fact, places of worship is down about eighth of the list. Grocery stores, sixth. Manufacturing. We're going to shut down all manufacturing. We're no longer going to make stuff because there are businesses that people have to kind of congregate in to make stuff. And guess what? They get the Rona. No. But food, an absolute essential thing in people's lives they're going to shut down the restaurants. We're just going to call this good. It's not really based on the data and the science. We're just going to call this good because all these other industries, we're not doing the similar type thing, but we're just going to, we're going to shut down restaurants. We know restaurants are the number one non-healthcare setting for COVID outbreaks in our state, said Inslee. The science tells us that any situation where two people sit across from one another or next to one another without masks, it's just a risky environment. Yeah, but those are people who do that at home anyway, Right. Is that not correct? And the number of cases that are reported from the restaurant industry, does it, 151, does that 
support shutting down the restaurant industry in total? No, I don't think it does. Obviously, it doesn't. And there's nothing we can do to ameliorate that because people have to take their mask off when they eat. Well, they have to take their mask off to do a lot of things. Most of those are at home. But let's just be honest, we just feel like restaurants are a place where not safe, we're going to shut them down. State Department of Health just released its weekly outbreak report. For the week of number one to seven, food service and restaurants are at the top of the list of the outbreak settings. Washington Hospitality Association disputes the data from the Washington State Department of Health non-care setting COVID-19 outbreak report. It simply tracks people who have had COVID-19 in a 14-day window in this area, and they had contact, not that they got it from that area. So big distinction, right? Contact. Contact people. They're on the front lines. They're working restaurants. It doesn't get any more essential than that, right? Como News also checked in with Public Health Seattle King County authorities about COVID-19 cases. In King County, manufacturing work sites are the number one location for reported COVID-19 outbreaks, followed by restaurants, according to county public health officials. In King County, 110 COVID-19 cases have been linked to manufacturing since the start of the pandemic. 43 cases in the last 60 days, according to public health officials. Did we shut down manufacturing? No. 83 reported COVID-19 cases have been linked to restaurants since the start of the pandemic, according to the county health authorities. Been 38 cases in the last 60 days. That seems pretty minor compared to, we got what, 7 million people in the state of Washington? A lot of people. It's a lot of people who need to eat one way or the other. If you've only got a handful of outbreaks, how about the outbreak we just had up in uh, Snohomish County? It was old folks. I'm not supposed to say old folks home. It was a retirement center, and they had like 95 people get the Rona over XYZ time period. Uh, I think it was the last couple of weeks. Guess what? We're not doing away with those people. Are we? Because they got the Rona? No, we're not changing the way that works up. And these are people that are all masked up. And people in in um, long term healthcare facilities, they probably get the best treatment of anybody because if those people get it, it's lights out. It's not good. Game over. It's not just some young people sitting down at a restaurant. But they have massive things in place. So people don't get the Rona, they still get the Rona. So you're going to get it no matter what segment of society you're in, unless you are literally staying at home. And when you do go out, you have a warm mask on and you're not opening the windows of your car, zero exposure to other people. All right, so Washington Hospitality Association emphasizes that restaurants are very safe. Restaurants say they've worked hard to make sure employees and customers closely follow guidelines like wearing masks, social distancing, and limiting the number of people inside restaurants. We all do that because we want to keep it going, right? We got a point where less than half of 1% of our cases are coming from restaurants. Less than one half of 1% of the cases are coming from restaurants. Restaurant industry experts say that just because cases are tied to restaurants does not mean that COVID-19 started because of restaurants. You got a lot of people in literally that food chain. Do you close it up? Do you stop it? You didn't do that with manufacturing. It's a tough sell to me. It's a tough one. I say you just, I, again, I go back to reduce it to 25% capacity and you'll save like 80% of the cases. I think that's a number I've read. I don't know if that's true or not, but 
Um, I think 95% of them finishing off this article here and we'll move on to the gym. I think 95% of restaurants and bars are doing the right thing. And, and we've had none of our employees test positive. I don't know of a single restaurant that's had an outbreak. And I've gone to a lot of restaurants, not necessarily on purpose, but walking by looking, I always look and see, all right, how are they doing? Most of them, you know, they're offering takeout and limited hours and maybe their seating capacity inside is obviously cut down. But I think we were up to 50% capacity there in restaurants here not too long ago. Now it is zero because they're closed down and that sucks. I jokingly said last night to my girlfriend, hey, let's go out to eat. And she was like, uh, yeah, right. Not happening during the Rona. So we got to come up with other cool stuff to do. Probably long walks in the rain. That's what you do in Seattle in winter. All right, here's here's episode number two of this segment. South Sound Gym to stay open for the health of people despite restrictions. And the restrictions are they're supposed to be closed. Mm, we got a rogue gym here. The owner of a gym in the South Sound area is choosing to stay open despite the updated restrictions announced by Governor, Governor Jay Inslee on Sunday intended to slow the spread of COVID-19 Per the new rules, gyms and fitness facilities are to be closed to indoor operations, but may still offer outdoor fitness classes at a limit of five people. Paul, the gym owner, told Cairo Radio's Dory Monson show that he preferred to leave out the name of his gym because he doesn't want to lose his business license. No, it doesn't say that. It says um, he doesn't want to view his choice to stay open as defying the governor's orders, which they are, but I get it. If I was a gym owner, I might be willing to roll that dice. If I'm, if I'm going out of business, my options are either go out of business or stay open and roll the dice on whether I lose my license. I might be one of those business owners who just says, okay, yeah, let's keep going. Let's keep doing what we're doing. I didn't actually use the word defy, he said. I actually took a different approach to make it positive. And what I would say is that we're not here to be against the government we're here for our members, for people, and for the health of people. That's a great spin. That is a real estate spin. We've got a price improvement improvement for you. We've improved this price on this property just for you. It's better. You should buy it. So we've got there. The gyms are now open, not in order to defy orders, but for their members, for the people and for the health of the people. We all know that kind of goes hand in hand. And we all know closing gyms, it's just one of those things where you got people huffing and puffing away on a stair mill, a stairmaster, even if the next one over is closed down, which is where the gym I was at before it closed down yesterday was operating. And it made sense. It was a big gym and they could have everybody socially distance. You wore your mask to your machine and you took off your mask while you're on your machine, you're six feet apart. If you're lifting weights, you're wearing your mask while you're re-racking your weights, whatever it was. But while you're talking to people and while you're walking to your next setup, whatever that is, maybe it's a machine, maybe it's weights, maybe it's a weight rack, you're wearing a mask. That's what we were doing. So I received dozens of emails yesterday that supported what we were doing, this gym owner. He said, one lady said, I recently made a decision to make myself healthy and to make it a priority. And it's fallen on the back burner for so long that I decided to get help going to a gym. Good for you. And then she said, I was absolutely crushed to hear the fitness centers were going to be forced to close. I spent all day yesterday crying. That sucks. You've got somebody with mental health issues 
who's going, I need to work out, I need to get going, I need to do something. And you've got a governor who not based on the data and the science, and we'll find out in a second why, not based on the data and the science at all for gyms, has decided, you know what, we can't have people huffing and puffing away, because they might give other people the Rona. We're trying to stop this. We don't have any data or science to back the closing of gyms. But I'd be okay with if they just told us, we think this is the right thing to do instead of lying and saying it's based on the data and the science. Paul, the owner says that when that woman found out the gym would be open, it changed her life. Because she said it was like telling a drug addict to stay home and get clean on their own. Kind of is people get addicted to exercise. They really do. They got to do it. And then when you take that away, what do they do? They get frustrated, they cry just like anything else in life that's an adversity. But you can't do anything about this, right? Gyms will be shutting down. For her, she said, I'm stuck in a cycle. I need help, motivation, and accountability and access. So we're giving her that, the gym owner said. Paul says that since reopening in June, he's had 55,000 check-ins with zero COVID cases. When I do a check-in at my gym, they give me a forehead temperature thing, non-touch, you write your name down, you write the time you came in, they hand you a bottle of disinfectant along with a towel that is recently laundered, you go to your machine, you do all that. I mean, it's pretty, pretty dialed in. At his business and his neighboring businesses, there have been 150,000 check ins with zero reported cases. Even across the United States with nearly 50 million check ins at gyms, a study found that 0.0023% tested positive for COVID-19. Let me read that again. And across the U.S., 50 million check-ins at gyms results in 0.0023%. Do you know how small of a fraction of 1% that is? It is tiny. That means there's basically no Rona at the gym. Guess what? Old people don't really go to the gym, Right. At 52, I'm one of the oldest members of my gym actively going before the shutdown. I had that talk with the gym owner. She thought I was younger. I'm not. And I was like, yeah, but I'm over 50. And those are people who are on their 40s. And she's like, oh, okay, yeah. So there's no Rona at the gym. That's the bottom line. You never go by a gym and see a closed due to Rona infection, closed due to Rona outbreak. Doesn't happen. It's not happening. But our governor, in his infinite wisdom, Probably doesn't work out at the gym, but he kind of thought, ah, we got to cut these other places. We've got to cut restaurants down. How can we have restaurants open if gyms are open? Can't do that. Let's close them all down. Makes sense. This is what I'm thinking is going to work. All right, just tell me that. Don't tell me it's based on the data and the science. Plus, as Dory points out, Dory Monson, people who are healthy and physically fit have the best chances at fighting off COVID-19 if they get it. Here, here. Totally agreed. From a, And a lot of people who are younger, are down for like a couple of days. And then guess what? Nothing happens. They just don't really have much in the way of symptoms, not really sick, maybe they're tired, something like that. From a business owner standpoint, Paul says the government hasn't done enough to help small businesses survive the closures. And a second shutdown is only going to make it worse. It's going to put gyms out of business, along with restaurants. There's no government support out of this. It's just a mandate that says shut down. You're going to save grandma's life. And I don't say that lightly, Paul said. We continue to drive cars on the road, and there are people who die every day here in Washington State. We continue to do all kinds of things that people die of. 
We can't stop all of that. But we can do our best to mitigate that. And in the fitness industry, this is one of the things we can do. Stay open. So will we see more gyms stay open? I don't know. It seems like a stretch, but I wouldn't want to risk my business license either. Since first shutting down, Paul said his gym has not been profitable. The momentum was going again after they've been open the past couple of months. But now any forward progress has just stopped. I kind of confirmed that with the gym owner I was going to. Hey, looks like I got a lot of bodies in here. But here's the question of the hour. What are new membership sales like? And that was not a good question because the answer was not good. We all kind of know that's there. If you think that went through, you got a lot of people coming to the gym, but they're already members. Not a lot of new members. Yeah, let's sign up to a gym. That's what we're doing today. We've been told that coronavirus runs rampant there because they shut them down in the past. Should we be going to a gym where people are huffing and puffing and blowing the Rona everywhere? Probably not. That's what a lot of people are thinking. I don't have that thinking because I don't live in fear. I don't hide my identity. And when optional, I don't wear a mask. This pile of dirt just got thrown on the railroad tracks and is stopping us again, he said. If we don't remove that dirt immediately and stay open, the train will be stopped. The momentum would be stopped, the income stops, and so the business ends. Most businesses, many are holding on by a thread. Or they're just borrowing money to stay afloat. That's a lot of what you got going on. And this second shutdown will shut down thousands and thousands more businesses because they can't do it now because there's not enough government help, he added. And we can't simply make money ourselves without having people involved, possibly getting the Rona. So what happens if like the last shutdown, the government comes to Paul and closes the gym? I wish I knew, he said, but the scenarios that I've looked at are, are one. I've already stepped uh, into the river and I'm out in the middle of it right now and I got to stay above water. So if they're going to come, my first inclination is to say, you know what, at this point, I have to stay open. I'm sorry, and we'll do it a different way. So ask for forgiveness instead of permission. Is that is that what this, this that's what this guy is basically saying? And I know other gym owners are in the same they're in the same boat. Restaurant owners, I think that is a much slipperier slope because you're going to have if if you're a restaurant and you're open and you're doing in in dining, that's not good. You've got a little bit of takeout. Maybe you've got some outdoor seating you can get away with. Gym closure, they're just absolute game over. They're supposed to be closed. So a little difference there. But that is my rant on restaurants should be open at 25% capacity and gyms based on the data and the damn science, they should be open as well. We should get like some kind of petition. Open these bad boys back up. Nah, don't do that because that's kind of a waste of time. You're going to have a bunch of renegade business owners doing their own thing anyway. And as those stories kind of come in, I will report them to you right here on the Seattle Real Estate Podcast. Don't forget to subscribe to our channel and hit the notification bell so you'll know when our next video is out.